Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Simon Sweetman, and we're up to episode 110. A uh, shorter, shorter chat this week. It's a conversation with Jeremy Taylor, who I've talked to before. I can't remember what number podcast he was off the top of my head, but um, it was a really long chat that I had with him a couple of years ago, and I lost the file for a while and then found it and, and released it more recently. Uh, and so we talked about all, all manner of things there, but he is linked to Slowboat Records, and... Um, this conversation is, is a chat about Slowboat and specifically about Record Store Day. So Record Store Day is uh, coming up, it's April the 21st, it's a day when uh, independent record stores uh, quite often have DJs or in-store appearances, they um, they get a, a set of like specially released records that are available and the idea is to you know promote community, get people to come in and check out the record store, um, think back to the days when the record store was the place where you first and foremost got your music, obviously that world is all different now. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's it's a fun day, it's been going for 11 years now I think, 12 years and uh, it's it was nice to talk to Jeremy about, we talk about obviously what Slowboat is doing, they've got Tiny Ruins and Mermaidens playing in store on the day, uh, both great artists, And but we talked about the, the kind of history of Record Store Day and the importance, the meaning of it and some of the things that uh, Slowboat's done in the past, they've, they've had Radio New Zealand broadcast live from there, they've had Dave Dobbin play, the half Cuba Street seemed to shut down when they got Neil Finn performing there, so you know, they've, they've, they've grown and done these bigger and better things each year and now they kind of, um, yeah, now well, they have to keep going, they have to keep doing something each year for Record Store Day and so we sort of talk about the, the logistics of it all and um, so if you're not inter- if you listen to this podcast and you're not interested in, in vinyl or records or Record Store Day you can skip this one, because uh, that, that is the tone of it, but um, it, was, it was fun to have a chat, I'll include a link to obviously the previous episode with Jeremy from a couple of years ago and more recently I talked to um, Dennis O'Brien the owner of Slowboat and so that's a, a worthwhile record chat as well and there's a small moment in that podcast where we talk about Record Store Day as well so you can maybe check that out so my thanks to Slowboat Records and good luck to them and to all the Wellington record stores on the day and thanks of course to uh, Yesty Boys uh, Tea Leaf Tea and Le Petit Chocolat this is me talking with uh, Jeremy Taylor from Slowboat Records about uh, record Store Day for 2018 and about the history of the event. So, Record Store Day is is upon us in a couple of weeks. It is 21st of April. And you guys have, um, well, for the last few years, you've had regular inst. Well, you've you've always celebrated Record Store Day, but it's it's kind of got bigger in terms of your in stores and things, and people know that you're going to have something. Yeah, every I, year. I mean, it does sort of put a bit of pressure on to yeah, yeah. to have people who are, who people are going <laughs> to recognise or, or want to come and yeah. see. And I, I think, you know, you can't just sort of keep getting bigger and bigger. Mm, and it sort mm. of feels like at points in the past we've probably gotten kind of as big with it as as yeah, was yeah, realistic. Yeah. So just to have people who are who are interesting and who we think, you know, represent. So and yeah. people who are doing interesting things. So your sort of structure is that you get two or three couple you know acts yeah. to basically do a little in-store appearance they usually have uh, either a new pro- brand new product or a newish product or they have something on vinyl and yeah. they'll stick around and sign it yeah. and, and that's really the main thing you guys do and obviously you have the you know the, what you get of the limited releases yeah. and all of that sort of stuff and so you have people coming in to pick over that stuff anyway yeah that's that's really what you guys do right yeah I think so I think it's um, 
you know, it's been a lot of criticism of records today that it's become something overly commercial, and I can understand that perspective. But I, I just kind of want record store day to mean, you know, what it what it means to you. You can mm. kind of take away what it means to you. So that might mean just coming and watching some bands mm. in, a, in a record shop. And I kind of like the idea that you know, that, I mean, that's pretty egalitarian. Yeah, that yeah, some, yeah. Somebody can walk in here off the street and see. You know, in the past we've had like, you know. Dave Dobbin or Neil Finn or mm, mm. Or, or David Kilgar mm. playing that, that somebody you know that people bring their kids in here. Yeah, well, you had Anika Moa actually yeah. doing the kids show one year, and so obviously it was quite stressful. Cause yeah, yeah, like yeah. a room full of full of pre preschoolers. Yeah, and it's very different to yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that different and to a room full of <laughs> mental adults. Yeah, but yeah but mental and emotional age, perhaps not, but yeah. Suddenly, you've got to work out where to park buggies and yeah. offer, offer a changing service. Yeah, but I think you know, just thinking about what that may, might mean. You know, mm. I sort of think about like I, I said when when I went and picked picked Dobbin up from the airport, which was I, the second time that I'd met him. But I said mm. I I saw you play with the dudes um, in Timaru uh, at, mm. at a rotary event that my father was was working on. You know, yeah. I, I would have been you know just a just a little little kid sort of thing. But and it just you know just this idea in your head of like seeing people like playing music with guitars and drums it just mm. sort of seemed kind of impossibly glamorous and exciting and then to, to sort of give people that and and you know when you sit there and you watch um, Dobbin put together a set list to play and he sits and he lists out songs <laughs> to play and I, I I had to say to him look you know Dave you can play whatever you want you know you don't it doesn't have to be you know yeah, yeah, yeah. a list of like uh, the most loved yeah. songs yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can actually literally you know you're just showing off now that you've got all these sort of <laughs> great songs and you know it felt like when Neil Finn played he played a you know really amazingly sort of generous selection of, mm. of songs it was really interesting, you know. Choice and it, it is a bit off the beaten track, but I I think it's it is an amazing opportunity to give that experience. And if people just want to come and pick through the dollar records, you know, people get into you know buying records and record culture and the experience of record shopping as a leisure activity mm. in in different ways. For some people, it's about buying, you know buying cheap cheap stuff and so mm. for some people it's about buying you know yeah niche collect yeah building a collection and being very and I, and I think it's all valid and I yeah. think I think you know these days you do have to because there are so few music stores mm. around you know even around the world I I think it, it is worthwhile celebrating them mm. for what they are and something that's always meant a lot to me growing up and it's worth celebrating them for what they are and and uh and celebrating, you know, ind independence as yeah, opposed yeah. to, you yeah. know, a, a, a mass kind of consensus on... Which is where the, the criticism of Record Store Day comes in, but also it's where it, it's kind of invalid because, you know, I've always said to people, well, you know, this is totally opt-in, right? So oh. you you don't like it, don't support it, don't go. You know, go to, yeah. the, go to the Record Store on any other day yeah. or, or don't go at all because the weird thing is you get people who don't actually buy their music from record stores whinging about how commercial record store day is it's like well you weren't going to go anyway yeah you I know, mean what do you care I, you know? I can pretty much guarantee that that you know if and it kind of depends what sort of attitude you take into mm. into going if you if you're going to turn up here and moan about the fact that there are a lot of people here on this day that's, <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah it's like going somewhere on St you Patrick's know, Day and moaning that the yeah. bar's busy or yeah. New Year's Eve yeah yeah you know you, you absolutely don't have to come on this <laughs> yeah, day but yeah, if yeah. you do come on this day and you come with the right attitude you know you might meet 
interesting people that you yeah. want to talk to you might get to chat with you know yeah, like, yeah. like it turns out that you know people like Dobbin are incredibly sort of personable and mm. generous mm. and yeah and they um you know they 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 connect with with people and it's yeah. actually quite an extraordinary thing to see people who have been doing it for as long as them like just how much they actually you know when somebody like Robert Plant came into the store mm. like what a fan of music he is and mm. and he's playing something in the shop and he goes what's what choirs <laughs> you're playing yeah, you yeah. Know? and I I always loved that thing of like walking into a store and hearing something playing and just going yeah yeah I I, I want what what you're playing mm. here mm. you know mm. I think that's an amazing way to discover and music. I mean I've sort of said to you before you know, record store day is not for me, perhaps, as such, you know, because I, I come here anyway, you know, which doesn't mean I can't turn up on, I mean, for me, it's not for me because I've got a kid and things like that, it, it can, can become a little bit harder to coordinate, but um, it's it's for whoever, you know, wants to come and check it out, basically, yeah. is the aim. And so you guys have always done a good job of, um, yeah, presenting this range of material of acts yeah i mean it's it's pretty i mean it's pretty massive thing to sort of undertake and if, mm. if you're bringing people down from Auckland you know picking people up at the airport and stuff but you know, when you see people i was thinking about you know some of the other other installs mm. that we that we've had you know there's courtney barnett record mm. out this year and i was sort of thinking about she accepted an invitation to come, yeah, come yeah, and play yeah. here I, and I, you read her press now and she's you know everywhere all over the I world know. she she absolutely didn't have to do that yeah. but she she did it graciously yeah. and then hung around and signed records and talked to people and uh, and, you and know, people turned up with gifts for yeah, her, right? Yeah, people had little people had made like mix CDs yeah. for her. Oh, this one one girl got a signature on her arm and then got it tattooed yeah. before that evening's show. And I just I just think I think for people to to do music successfully now, they need to embrace the whole mm. it, it, that sense of community. Like it it is as important, more important now mm. than it ever was before. And that's the other thing that I think Record, record Store Day brings into play, like you know, Ziggy and Bernie from, from the bathhouse always, you know, for the last five years or so have have mm. kind of pitched in mm. to help, help. And, you know, I, I would be reluctant to try and do it w without them now. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it just feels like, you know, the, that sense of kind of community is entrenched and, you know, you sort of invite people to to come and come and play in the store and um, and you know some of them actually end up becoming your friends mm, mm. Uh, you know and I just I just think anything that you can do that you are able to to you know to do things in a way that is not purely transactional mm. that's not all just about because it isn't just all about yeah yeah you know s selling you know although this is a shop and we yeah, do yeah. need to sell stuff but but you know you are you either care about these sort of shops or you or you don't yeah yeah you know? that's right but but you know it's, it's a bit like a place like like unity books you know mm. they they don't expect you to buy every book that you ever buy from them but if you mm. just if you do care about those sort of places if you just buy something mm. from them yeah yeah you 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 keep popping in and yeah you keep that culture you, yeah if, that's if right if it is something that you care about yeah yeah then, then support it if it's not something that you care about then yeah then then don't worry about it but but maybe if you think it's not you know i think for a long time people had that perception that record shops you know that that sort of high fidelity thing of yeah, like yeah, yeah. record shops were going to be the unapproachable and, person behind the counter yeah and, i mean yeah. i i i genuinely care about somebody who is who is really passionate about whatever it is mm. Mm. you know 
uh, but but who's it's it, I think there is a particular culture associated with with record stores and it's it's either for you or or it's not mm, you know mm. um, I I know you know I've been to a lot of record sh- shops around the world and you know I I have a pretty fair idea of where somewhere like slow boat sits relative yeah, yeah. to them and what its strengths and weaknesses are within that but. Um, but yeah, so so this year Record Store Day, mm. uh, again it was one of those situations. Uh, uh, we we talked with a local band called Mermaidens, who, mm. who released an album on Flying Nun last year about uh, called Perfect Body that I really liked, and we talked to them about doing something. And when this when this sort of rolled around, we were going to do something at the end of last year. And when this rolled around, I said, Hey, how about Record Store Day? Yeah. And they said, Yep. Cool. Yeah. That'd, that'd be great. And then uh, I, I was just in the store and I saw uh, Holly from Tiny Ruins listening to something on the headphones. And sh- she's a friend of friends. And we, we just ended up talking. And I and I said to her, "How would you would you be interested in, mm. in playing Record Store Day here this year?" And she said, "Yep, you're the first person to ask me, and that that'd be good." And it turns out, so they will have a new record later in the year. And also, there's going to be a record store day uh, reissue of the first Tiny Ruins album, Someone Meant right. to See. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it kind I was of... going to say, these are both artists that have their material out on vinyl, which means that people can, you know, if they already have the copies, they can come down and get their record yep. cover signed, or they can Perfectly buy, or they can buy them on yeah. the, you know. But that's the thing, you don't just you don't just expect people to buy the album on the day. Not at all. But you know, maybe come but in. But you and will have stock of it, obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just come in and kind of immerse yourself yeah. in it, and just just let yourself kind of yeah. e- experience. Because in a lot of ways, I sort of feel like record store day. You, you know, there will be people. I can remember, you know, from back in the day mm. when people used to queue up at midnight outside record shops for, yeah, for yeah. Mid- midnight openings for the new Radiohead or Pearl Jam or whatever yeah. album. And now. You know, I always come in a bit early on the day of records today, and we open an hour earlier than we normally do on a Saturday. And there's a queue of people outside waiting to to, to get in to get mm. first dibs on the on the special on stuff. the limited stuff. And you know that that sort of still seems mm. quite sort of glamorous and exciting to me. You know, mm. and so and that really does. I mean, everything is now available online for mm. you to hear. Mm. For, for free, you know, mm. basically, one way or another. But yeah. it, it really does prove that that people care. But it's it's more than about. It's not just about the music. It's about. Mm. It's a, and a it's connection. not even just about the physical object. It is about that that idea of connection and community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but sort of being part of something that's it's, mm. it's sort of almost like being in a crowd at a sports match I mean you can watch you can watch a game on television and it's still not you know what you have to put yourself through to go to a sports match or, yeah, or a, or or a concert. To the concert yeah yeah, you, yeah. You, yes you can sit at home with your home theatre system and your it is state not, of the art it's whatever. not the same it's not, experience it's not the same mm. you know that's a souvenir experience that's something you do afterwards or in preparation for yeah and then the actual event is 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 the event and is different. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Record Store Day is sort of always, you know, it's always different, you know, mm, and we've mm. had different things here. We, we had the year that uh, that uh, Orchestra of Spheres and uh, Dobbin played uh, and Anika played in the morning yeah, and RNZ. Yeah, I was just going to say, you're also live broadcast live by so RNZ. Which was, you know, so Anika played in the morning mm. um, and she got sort of 30 seconds into first song 
and the power went off. Mm. You know, and this is an old building, and the wiring's probably a bit ropey. So there yeah. were a few minutes of so uh, they were they were recording it, but it wasn't being broadcast live at that stage. Mm. But you know, that was crikey, that yeah, was yeah. panic stations. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you kind of learn from these things, yeah. and you trust that people. Are, have the sort of skills to to fix it, yeah, yeah. to deal with the situation yeah, yeah. At, at hand quickly, and so that was pretty exciting. It, and but you know the pressure of it being a live broadcast and kind of needing to keep it moving. And well, that was cool. I remember. I mean, I remember coming down with Oscar to the Anika thing and enjoying that, and then for whatever reason, deciding at the last minute I was going to come down and see Dobbin, and then I thought, oh nah you know, uh, too hard, I'll stay home and, and actually tuned in and listened mm. to that online. Sounds was, great. Was, <laughs> was cool, you know, it was really cool. Mm. It was nice to, yes, it wasn't quite like being here, but it was the next best thing and that was another element to it. Yeah. And particularly like, because I'd already been down and been part of the day in some sense, it was nice to then experience the other version of events that was yeah. going on, which was yeah. the live broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Neil Finn plays here one year, a few years ago now, and that that's probably the first, well, it's the first time, I mean, it felt like half of Cuba Street shut down for that, just about. That was a big... It was pretty full on. A big undertaking. And, you know, Tammy Nielsen as yeah. well that year. And, um, man, you know, I, I mean, it's quite extraordinary. And the other thing that you sort of, like when you're sort of that up close with, with these people and, and you just listen to them and they just open, open mm. their... You know, I think Neil Finn and Dobbin are the most obvious kind of examples, but they just open their their mouths and they make that sound, and it's so yeah, yeah. it's so identifiable. And also the year with with Neil Tammy Nielsen played, and just just her and Dave Kahn mm. from her her band, and she got up and did a song with Neil, and um, and you know I I just she just started playing, and I just remember that that impact of it. Mm. Like it was there was so much sort of energy, mm. and we had to shift that forward in the day because mm. Neil Neil had to go to a wedding in Auckland that day. So I mean it was awfully good of him to not yeah just yeah kind of not can to say it I can't be bothered. Or yeah, I, can't, but, uh, I mean that's mm. it's, it's amazing that mm. people will and you know they'll put but up again like as there, you was, there was media here there was TV yeah. three came down and but again as you say these are people who <laughs> and you sort of figure and hope that this is the case with with really most musicians but these are people who care about music care about music they like music yeah and and they understand the role that the record store plays in you know in what they're doing and 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 in, and in who they've become. You know? Yeah. So they've either maybe they weren't the well, kid that lined that, up themselves, yeah, but they I think know that role has changed yeah. Yeah. over time because in, inevitably, you know, record stores are not are not the the primary or mm, certainly the mm. only way that people now access music. Mm. But but I think for people to make those kind of positive associations and mm. to and to like and when David Kilgour played here and. Um, you know, and you're sort of sounding him out about what what he kind of plans to do, and he just he just says, "I'm just going to play some really fucking loud electric guitars," <laughs> and like he did, he yeah. played really, which, really loud, which you know, and he and he can obviously do the opposite of that, but that is kind of what yeah. people want from David and it was, Kilgore, it was and like, he is very good at that, right? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I mean, he was, and it sort of worked out that um, that he he could play a gig that 
that, that's right that night and and I think Tiny Ruins will play a gig the night of the, of yeah. the in-store yeah. here um, which which kind of makes it a, a, a little easier for her a little more worthwhile yeah. but you know I'm I'm still immensely grateful and, and flattered that people will mm. you know and, and, it, and it feels like a real you know I, I think the first in-store that we ever had here was about 2001 2002 and it was the brunettes and it was a Saturday afternoon and the the CD bins in the shop didn't used to be on wheels mm, mm. so to accommodate like the brunettes quite a big band there was like half a dozen of yeah, them yeah to fit everything including a very young James Milne mm. as, I, as I recall um, you know we actually had to get like 20 people to all sort of bunch around and to shift these CD <laughs> bins and, and now we sort of, you sort of get it down to a bit of a fine art there's yeah, yeah. a little vocal PA here but you know all the bins are on, on wheels and you, you unlock the wheels and you move a bit of stuff out of the way and they all just sort of slot and you make a pretty reasonable yeah, kind yeah. of space and well, we you got, stage yeah as you say you guys have got I mean, because you don't just do the in-stores on Record Store Day. You've had a few. Um, you have a few each year. Yeah. That and some of them just come up at, at almost the last minute, right? Or you ask and 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 you don't get it confirmed until because because there's variables. There are people travelling and you don't know when they're going. Their flight's going to turn up or yep. how they're going to feel. Yeah. But you've had some, you know, people turn up international acts at yeah. four or five o'clock in the afternoon and play here for half an hour or so yeah, and I, hang around and then and then they're on stage doing their actual job later that night. I think about some of them that just sort of popped up out of, out of nothing. You know, Dudley Benson played here mm. on, a, on a Saturday afternoon and didn't want any amplification. Yeah, um, that's right. And they, they had, had a choir. Had, had, yeah, like a yeah. sort of a, a, a backing choir of singers and, yes. and uh, a, somebody sort of like human beatboxing. Yeah, yeah. That was just extraordinary. I remember the Eastern played here, didn't want any amplification. Mm. But, you know, the wedding present played here. Yeah. And, you know, if you told me that that would be... Yeah. Yeah. And and a friend of mine, then she would have been about six six or seven, and and he played the Day Kitty song, and it Mm. actually just blew her mind that the person who sang sang that song was there. Standing in front of them. Yes. You know, playing... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I... I love the idea that somebody might might witness something that might inspire them to want to mm. you know, create music rather than for reasons other than because they think it's a, a good career option, which mm. it almost invariably is not, mm. but because it's something that kind of ignites a, a, a real sort of fire in them for something that they, well, they have to do, you know? Oscar's been to a couple of Record Store Day things, and I think I brought him down to Lou Barlow and definitely to Nadia Reid, and he, he talks about concerts that he's seen at Slowbo. Yeah. You know, he refers to them. And of course actually uh, it was record store day in fact that is the scene of the infamous photo of me holding Oscar that Robbie Williams tweeted around the world oh. that actually comes from a record store day here. Baby gate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Well that's that's curiously touching in its own did, I don't know way. if you knew that or not, you probably did, but whether, I, I, whether I, you knew that it was actual you obviously which knew it was record in the store. Day was that was it so was one of the Edison's maybe? Uh, yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, it was an early early one in terms of Edison's having, and Dictaphone Blues. Yes it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it was during the Dictaphone Blues yeah. set actually. Yeah. Yeah. So just, that was one of the early sort of in store ones for you guys. It's just great that it's become a thing mm. that I mean it sort of piles the pressure on to mm-hmm. like do something good, but I I feel pretty good about this year's one and uh, I've invited uh, Grant Robertson who's the MP for Central Wellington mm. And, and a music fan. Yeah, he's a total indie rock yeah, guy. Yeah. And, and I emailed his office and they sort of got back with what I imagine is their sort of standard yeah. reply of, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch, you know, yeah. and then came back pretty quickly because because Grant 
Grant is, is somebody that we know, and he would have you know, looked at that in terms of things that he might get invited to. That yeah. is actually something that's that one he, of the cool ones. He might kind of enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, feels a little bit less like work. So yeah, so that's that's, and he's the associate arts minister. Yeah, and he's also the finance minister. So yeah. I, I, you know, think it's great to see, see, mm. you know, mm. that that he's accepted that offer, and and he's a nice guy and a music fan and an approachable person. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I yeah. think that you know, sort of. T- you know, in terms of music, I think part of that sort of mystique thing is, you know, kind of exciting and and, mm. and musical artists. But it's also kind of amazing if you do encounter. I'll pause it. Yeah. Slowboat. Good morning. Hello, Andrew Hampton. Um, can I um talk to you later? Okay, brother. Very good. Cheers. That's the director of the GCSB. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? We might need to leave that in now <laughs> for that little name drop. Um, we were talking. Well, it's fine. what I wanted to um, we we're talking about Grant Robertson and and so forth. But what I want to get to is actually what are the logistics of the special releases like you, you you always sort of put out on your social media and if anyone asks you you sort of say it's a little bit hit and hope we don't yeah. not, we don't know what we're getting and we don't know what the numbers are but how far in advance do you become aware of these things and what do you try to get this and, year's a little bit different yeah. from last year um, it felt like um, some of the companies they sort of drip fed yeah. what was going to be released for, it felt like about six months mm, mm. Um, and you went oh yeah we'll have a couple of those or whatever so you know when it rolled around you know, you went. Oh God, I should have probably got some more of that. Or why did I order that? Or yeah, yeah. why did I order that Justin Bieber picture disc? <laughs> and then that actually turned out to be reasonably popular for whatever reason. But uh, this year, it seems like all the companies got on got on on board pretty swiftly and sent out a list of what they were going to have available. You know. Th- so taking pre-orders for things it doesn't mean that they will necessarily get them it doesn't mean that if they do that we will necessarily get them because they'll just be divvied out so mm. so something that you sort of think you might you know things that might be hot ticket things some of the Bowie things or the Neil Young Tonight's the Night Live mm. or whatever you know you might order five and you might get three yeah um uh so and people people are sort of emailing and sort of trying to order things up front, but that's that's sort of not how it kind of works. You like mm. really do need to come in, and yeah. after after the day, you know, I'm happy to sell whatever you know is left over to yeah, yeah. throughout the country. I I don't buy into that thing of like people sort of like stockpiling mm. stuff to flick on at inflated prices. I mm. I think that probably happens here. It happens everywhere, but I mean, in terms of not something, yeah, yeah, that. that that yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's against the sort of spirit yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if people are in, in good faith are going to make the effort to come here, you know, and occasionally people have been here and we've had something that they've been really, and just how stoked you are when you get something that mm. you've really kind of, mm. you know, really wanted, mm. you know. I yeah, I try to, I'm, I'm thinking about it, I, I try to even, you know, there's been a couple of years when I haven't made it down on the day, but obviously there'll be leftover items yeah. you don't sell through absolutely everything that comes in and and some of these releases are quite obscure like in terms of you know what you imagine the actual demand for them is yeah. but I like to every year I like to buy something as a kind of souvenir yeah, you know I, obviously I think that's really nice obviously idea. obviously it's something I want but you know um I, and it, you doesn't, always, it doesn't have, I mean there are going to be things yeah. again there are going to be things that range in price from, yeah. there, there will be a 
there'll be seven inch singles that will be you know between ten and twenty dollars mm. and yeah. there'll be there'll be you know elaborate box sets that are a couple of hundred yeah 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 or more yeah but that's what I mean like you can there that's where it is the classic sort of something for everyone you can you can sort of grab a souvenir item at the same time I've seen people here that they just happen to be browsing the racks and finding something that's yeah. actually been here forever I think people people need to use Record Store Day to, you know to, to yeah. kind of celebrate it and and the culture of independent record mm. shops the world over in, in a way that feels right for them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so it. do you I mean do you have 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 you witnessed people getting upset they miss out um, I don't I'm not sort of angling for people getting aggro but is there genuine disappointment that you know are there two people that grab one record and one uh, has to give it over to the other or it's pretty civil people are amazingly sort of civilized mm. about it for the most part I think you know hopefully I think there's a certain sort of you know respect for you know we're, we're a great nation of cures aren't we mm, you know mm. we, we, we we like good good orderly queuing sort mm. of things so people do sort of seem to respect if there's a queue at the front door which there has been for the last few years yeah. they they, they uh, take their number and join yeah. in yeah yeah yeah. Um, so it's. I mean, it's always an issue of how you display the records. I mean, I think it all does have to be in the same place. Mm-mm. But you just want as many people as possible to be able to. So I might try and spread it over sort of three or three or four. It depends how much stuff we get. Mm. But try and spread it over three or four bins so that people do have a, a fighting chance. So you might not get everything that you wanted, but you might get some things that you Mm-mm. wanted. Has there been a case of someone first in the door that has you know? grabbed, you know, uh, half a dozen or a well, dozen or two dozen the items? The side of that is that that's going to be quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, but you that, has that, ha- you know, can you recall um, that happening or is it usually pretty evenly spread, people grab two or three things no, or one thing? No, I think thing? that people people probably make a bit of a checklist of what they mm. what they really want. You know, I, I sort of admire people who, I, I, I'm a keen observer of record store etiquette mm-hmm. after all this time and it, watching somebody who comes into the shop and watching them the way they'll go to the area that they are absolutely most interested mm-hmm. in and yeah. then the way they'll sort of like work Prioritize. their way down yeah, yeah. in terms of where they might, so they might yeah. go to a new new arrivals yeah. kind of, or you know, interest, rare and interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. rare and interesting yeah. and at the end, so they might go there first and see if there's anything new, yeah, they like might the jazz check. If they're yeah. Jazz person, but yeah, 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 yeah totally. Work their way down, and yeah. eventually they end up with a, mm. you know, a comedy <laughs> record. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, like Aldous Harding. Uh, so I, you know, I, I was thinking like, it's probably, yeah, I've made the sort of made the comparison, but it's obviously a pretty exhausting day for you. I guess, I guess, in a retail sense, it is similar to like hospitality workers working New Year's Eve or St Patrick's Day, that sort of thing. I think the other thing about the timing of it is it comes. You know, usually end of April at a time when you know your, your Christmas mm. period is stuff. The weather's kind of cooling down a little bit, but it's usually kind of nice you know, enough. Yeah. yeah, and and I think um, you know it just kind of gives you a bit of a boost. But you know, uh, the the financials of it are less. Impo- I mean, we don't do a lot of advertising, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll do. A, a poster run for this and have mm. get a nice poster designed and you know I mean it is it's it's our our best chance at you know commanding a bit of media attention mm. um, because it's you know 
just a sort of a focus of sort of energy and mm. and excitement. So I I um it's a it's a timely kind of boost at a at a time when things might be just sort of tailing off in towards the winter winter months. I from talking to Dennis recently for the podcast, I I'm guessing that this year's record store day falls right around the 33 and a third anniversary of the store. Well, it does. Um, it's just sort of another thing that we have sort of been talking about doing something with, yeah, with, yeah. with regard to, <laughs> but but maybe this will be the, the yeah, this, that's chief what I'm thinking. This could of, be the celebration of, of it. That. So, the big, you know, I mean, again, Slowboat is a place that will, will mean different things to different mm. people, um, and so it would be nice to see. You know, as many people as possible who who have have uh, been in the, in the past, or, yeah, yeah, to come and been a fan or a just come and, and come and come and say hi. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and I don't know anything else you want to put across about about the day beyond. I mean, you know, like we've 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 sort of maybe just out. sort of schedule wise, so that we will open yeah, yeah. at nine o'clock as opposed to the usual ten o'clock. Mm. Just just to give people a, a bit Five, of extra bit, time, like, yeah. and then the in stores uh, will be sort of from two pm on, so mermaidens sometime between two and three, and then tiny ruins after that. And you know, there's always this sort of suggestion that we'll stay open later than five, but usually there's not much, not, not much, much left, left in, in the, the tank. tank to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's we usually close at five o'clock, but sometimes a little bit, a little bit later. But yeah. I, I, I would just uh, like to. Uh, and you know, cordially invite mm. e- e- everybody from 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 around town and around around the around the region to come along and 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 take take part in what's what's almost inevitably a pretty pretty great day. It's it's something that we're we're proud of and that that takes quite a bit of effort and that we're very grateful to all the people who who pitch in to make it make it a success. Yeah, the effort the effort that goes into it is obviously worth it on. You know, on a le- on a satisfaction level. Yeah. Totally, for sure. Oh, it must be a record for the old and the young, so I can remember the song I sung when I was in my teens. When I had my fling, when I get too old to rock and roll. So all you cats keep your head to the ground and dig me a record with a different sound. I want to rock it. I want a brand new lick I can kick it with a finger to beat it